0: Now, we, uh, we went went back on our last uh, broadcast, our podcast, went back and kind of picked up a little bit uh, toward the end of chapter 10 that I had overlooked, and and then we kind of progressed into uh, verse 1, really, is all we got into in chapter 11. So I want to pick up in uh, verse 2, Jesus is gone, uh, you know, preaching into the cities, but he, he didn't... In, in, in verse 2, the whole uh, emphasis then shifts to John the Baptist, begin talking about him. In verse 2, it says, Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come? Or, or do we look for another? Now, what's happening here, John, of course, has heard that Christ has gone about, you know, preaching and doing, uh, all, you know, performing his ministry. John the Baptist, his ministry is pretty much at an end here. And um, so he's, he's hearing the reports of what uh, Christ is doing. Now, John knows who Jesus is. He knew what to expect. So this really comes as no surprise to him. And, and actually what he's saying here to his disciples, he says he in verse one it says he sent to his disciples, and then in verse two, he's he's instructing them to to say to Jesus to ask art thou he that should come or do we look for another? So in other words, John is not wondering who this is. John already knows. John is doing this for the benefit of his disciples because uh, you know his disciples have been following him and they've got this picture of. Uh, I guess they've kind of built up this uh, picture in their mind of who John is, and made him out to be someone greater than he really is. And I think John knows his ministry is pretty much done. He he knew his ministry was just to be a forerunner of Christ. Um. So because in fact, if you look over in um, in the book of John, in the first chapter, you have the account there where John. Baptized Jesus, and um, and he tells him as John answered him, saying, "I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom you know not." Now I'm in verse uh, 26, by the way, um, in chapter one. He it is who cometh after me is preferred before me, whose shoe latchet shoes latchet I am not worthy to unloose. And then it goes on to talk about some of the things that happened. Um, and he's even referred to here later as Elijah and so on. There was a prophecy that occurred back in Malachi chapter 6. In fact, let me just kind of jump back. uh, I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 6. And uh, Malachi writes, um, Uh, I'm sorry, verse 5, begins in verse 5. He says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So, um, forgetting the actual English term that's used there, I don't know if that's a metaphor or whatever, but... You know, he's, he's saying that Elijah will come, but what he's actually saying is basically the spirit of Elijah, the message of Elijah. And he's referring to one who will come with that kind of power and with that prof- kind of prophecy. Because Elijah talked about the coming of the Lord and, and so on. And so when he says Elijah's going to come, he's not referring directly to Elijah. He's referring basically to the message of Elijah, and the spirit of Elijah. Um, and so uh, the Jews, you know, they, they kind of got misdirected and caught up in this thing. And just as they struggle today in having, a, you know, accepting the fact that Jesus is the Messiah, they were struggling here accepting John as anyone but Elijah. Um, so he's telling them, go to Jesus and ask him who he is. And so they do that. Um, and, and so when they go to Jesus and they ask him the question, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered in verse 4 and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. Um, the blind receiveth the sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me." Um, and so, he's sending them back to John to tell John what they've seen, but it's really not so much for John's purpose, it's for them to remember. He's, you know, because in order for them to translate this message to John, or transfer this message to John, they have to remember what Christ said. Well, if you remember something, you're going to dwell on it. And you're going to think about it, and so they're going to think about um, who they have encountered. So then in verse seven, and as they departed Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John. So now Jesus is talking about John. And he says, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken in the wind? What went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Um, let, let me just stop right there and go back and cover these three things that Jesus just said about John, because um, this this is occurring today. I mean, this is my this might as well be twenty twenty one. That this is being said because people chase these preachers. Uh, Build themselves even as prophets, uh, miracle workers, and so on. People chase them around and follow them, and believe in them, and put their faith and trust in them, and send them their money and all that sort of thing. And the reason I do that is they do that. It, it has a lot to do with these three questions: What what are you really looking for when you when you hear that somebody's preaching? You know, talking about God, because we have this spiritual nature that, that we inherit when we're born. We have a natural uh, inquisitiveness, a curiosity uh, about uh, about God and the things of God, and so we naturally pursue it. Um, and, and so he says, okay, what, what is it you want to find? What, what do you want to hear? Is what, first question, what went you out in the wilderness to see? A, a reed shaken with the wind? Are you looking for somebody that will uh, bow and cater to what you want to hear? I mean, you you want to hear somebody that you can control, that you can tell them what it is you want to know? Yeah, it's kind of this secret, sensitive movement that, that has gone around for years now where the, the idea is to go out, find out what it is people want, and give it to them, and try to use that to guide them to the gospel. Now, I'm, I'm not against trying to find people where they are. And, and um, you know, become, when, when I go door-to-door you know knocking on doors talking to people the first thing i do is uh, introduce myself and and i try to find something some common ground that you know that we can relate to and uh, if i if i can see in their house or they invite me in or something and i see um, you know automobile memorabilia you know maybe i can talk about car racing or maybe i see some other kind of sports football bas- baseball basketball I may mean, talk about that, maybe I see family pictures, I'll talk about grandkids, you know, whatever I can find to put us on a common ground. Um, and I'm all for that, but we're not going to change our message in order to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah, you're a pretty good guy, so you're going to go to heaven. We can't tell them that, we've got we to tell them the truth. But that's what people want to hear. Then he says in verse 8, What went ye out for to see a man clothed in soft raiment. Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. Um, a, a lot of people are drawn to these, uh, um, um, you know, the, the profit makers, the ones who claim you're, you're going to make a lot of the prosperity preachers, you know, the ones who say you're going to make a lot of money and God wants you to be wealthy and all that sort of thing. But, um, a lot of people, that's what they want to see. They want to see somebody who's doing well physically, uh, materially, in this world. He says, is that is that what you want to hear from a man of God? Finally, in verse 9, he says, but what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, more than a prophet. Uh, for this uh, is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. <coughs> John um, was a man's man. He was God's man. He, he says, if you if you really want to go out and hear what God has to say, you're not going to like everything you hear. Um, some of it's going to be kind of hard to swallow. And and so what you know, John's message was different from a lot. He you know, it wasn't like Balaam where he, he was trying to to um, cater to to the people and cater to the king. Um, John was just preaching what God had told him to preach. Repent and be baptized. Um, You know, Christ is coming. Put your faith in Him. Repent of your sin. Um, So he says, you know, this, this is the one that's coming. I have sent Him to prepare my way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist notwithstanding he is least in the kingdom of heaven. He that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. I mean, here, here's a guy who preaches the truth and doesn't back down from anybody, and yet he's humble, and, and, and you know, that's what the real Christian should be. I mean, John wasn't walking around with a lot of money and catering up to the kings and, and so on. From the days of John the Baptist till now the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and a violent Take it by force. Um, you know, sharing the gospel is not an easy thing to do. And if, if we're gonna, if we're gonna give our lives to it, and if we're gonna hear it and adapt it into our lives and turn our lives over to Jesus Christ, uh, we're gonna face uh, pushback. Satan's not gonna just roll over and play dead. He's gonna do everything he can to shut us up or to to change our message, you know, send in false prophets like he's done over the years. Um, (coughs) um, It's going to be a violent, difficult thing to do and everything's not going to be all hunky-dory for all the prophets and law prophesied until John. And if you will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. So here is where he then refers to John as Elijah. Now, like I said before. He's not referring to him literally as Elijah. He's referring to him as the one who's sharing the message of Elijah, who the one who is fulfilling the prophecy about Elijah. There is an Elijah uh, coming, who is bold and brazen, and is not going to back down. Um, that's what that's what John came to do because that's what needed to be done in order to. Uh, clear the path for Jesus and for his return. Uh, in verse uh, 15 it says he that hath ears to hear let him hear. Now that's a phrase that you see in the book of uh, Revelation a lot and basically what it's saying is this is a, this is a difficult saying. <clears throat> you need to really hear the truth of what is being said. You need to turn aside all the persuasions of the world and all the influences that you have encountered during the course of your life because this, this is a hard saying. Truth is, is hard to hear. People don't like to hear the truth. We have to submit ourselves to the things of God in order to be willing to hear what he has to say. But when you get over into the book of Revelation, he, he's using this in, in relation to the churches of the day and talking about the condition of the churches and you know we grow up in a church we love a church and and so we begin to close our eyes to some of the things that um, that our our church our beloved church may do Um, and then for someone to tell us that something they're doing is not right that's that's not an easy thing to accept but unfortunately, as in the book of Revelation tells us, some of those churches were corrupt. Or all but one anyway. But so that's what he's saying here. Um, open your ears. Um, listen to what John is saying. Listen to the message that he's giving because he's telling you that the Messiah is coming. You're about to face, you're about to come face to face with Jesus Christ. And if you're going to do that in order to actually uh, hear what he says, you have to hear first what John says. You have to understand that we're sinners. I mean, that's what salvation is. You can't be saved unless you first understand you're a sinner. Uh, So it's a hard thing. And if there's anybody out there listening to this podcast and you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you have to first admit the fact that you need a Savior. If you have ears to hear use them. That's what God gave them to you for. So that's uh, that's this broadcast. We will pick it up in verse uh, 16 of chapter 11 next time. God bless.